everybody. Welcome to episode, what episode are we on? Five, four, three, two, one. We don't know. We're not on one, definitely. (laughs) We are back for a France and Mexico special. Yeah, so France, actual GP for Formula One, and then Ypres for Formula E in Puebla, Mexico. And we watched all of it. (laughs) We watched all of it. because It was a bit stressful at one point. Because we were trying to figure out, not the actual race. There were time zones. There there were different applications. Math. There was an HDMI cord. Which, at the end, that actually was the best option. We were trying to do math, and math to try to figure out the race time for Puebla for the Ypres. Math isn't always our friend. Sometimes math makes us cry. Well, it makes me cry. It makes me cry But that's another story. Yeah, that's another time period, another story. So we're going to try to deliver this to you 30 minutes or less, because last time I think we did an hour. There was a lot to say about Baku. Baku was amazing. She was a moment. She was a moment. She was an experience. She knew where she was at. Yeah. France. France, she was. She was smoking a cigarette in the corner being like, you want to be entertained by me, bitch? Okay, I'll do give you nothing except chaos on the moments when you think you're okay. Okay. <laughs> and then blows that smoke in your face. And then you go, okay. Okay. Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, no, because I feel like the all the lead up, I feel like there's people just being like, oh, the French race, it's like, it's whatever, it happens. But it's not like that enjoyable. And I was like, oh, like, okay, I guess some, yeah. not every track can be fun. But I feel like in retrospect, like it was, it was fine. Like yeah. it had exciting moments. Yeah. But then also our times, I was like, we're just here. We're just here. We're racing but around. definitely better than I was expecting. Yeah. I thought like, I was expecting like, I always always expect amazingness from race but yeah. it wasn't like you want to be impressed I want, i'm like the trash will do <laughs> i want constant impression of a race i'm gonna give you time you give me time back Ooh. and you give me monkey trophy well i i don't understand don't their understand trophy. and i'm not sure there's a real answer i so, just know max was holding it by the arm of it and i thought it was gonna fall yeah. which then led into me wondering what happens if you break your trophy on the podium like is that just instant bad luck I think for the so. rest of your like but career. Just to give you context on this, anybody listening, the two people we have are super fans from Shema <laughs> and Amina. Oh wow! Shout out! Shout out! Um, we <laughs> and a few other people like your mom. We pretty much they gave them um, like ape trophies, like an actual ape, and then but I like that they were different colors. Yeah, different colors of the French flag, and then yeah. the constructors one was the French flag. And I, I was like, why the monkey? And also, Paul Ricard isn't a race car driver, but a guy who made like alcoholic beverages like created like a big company and he just wanted to create a racetrack i mean valid valid moment yeah valid point in his life but then i guess we should start with the little bit that was quality so it happened was my main note yeah quality i just wrote quality boring and then (laughs) i mean mick tried he tried to liven it up he tried yuki and mick really tried their best by crashing yeah because i feel like the, the rookies did not have a great quality i wonder if they just got distracted by the lines like me Oh, yeah. So the way the track is set up, it has these weird blue lines throughout. Blue sandpaper and red sandpaper. Yeah, it's to slow them down. Because, you know, just when you see all that runoff and you go, oh, I'm safe. It's like floor is lava. Yeah. It's like sandpaper. The floor is sandpaper. The floor is sandpaper. But yeah, they have like weird. So when you're, I guess when you're down low racing, you just see like, like weird blue lines just going 200 miles per hour next to you. Yeah. I can't imagine that that's fun. Fun. I would just get severe vertigo and throw up in my car multiple times. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, I need the medical. Ian and Alan. Ian. Ian. Alan. 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 
get me. I'm throwing up in my helmet. That would be disgusting. Oh, oh that's, that's I don't want image. that. Yeah. Let's get that image out of our minds. Yeah. And then I feel like, yeah. And then I probably just ended up with just like Max on pole. Lewis and Botus up there. Yeah. But I did like the one they had the pictures of Max getting the little Pirelli tire trophy that you get if you get pole position. And it's like the faces. He was not impressed. I imagine after last race, he's like, I don't want this Pirelli tire. I I don't want to be involved. You know, He's like triggered. He's using any cries. He's, he's like, why are you crying, Max? It was like, I don't know. I saw a trophy. I saw a trophy with a tire on it. Yeah, right. Pirelli. It was like his fifth. I, they kept on saying it was yeah, his, his fifth, fifth. which I feel like that's a, a lot of poles and not a lot of poles at the same time. Yeah, because I all, thought he had more for some reason. Because oh, we all thought he had more. He <laughs> thought he would have more at this point. But like many things, he doesn't have a lot. But yeah, you know, just his, his face when he was getting that trophy. It was just like Max Verstappen, Little Ray of Sunshine, trademark denied. <laughs> He's trying to look happy, but was it there? No, his eyes were dead. Like this, his, like I, he was just like I'm here. It's like when people give I'm you gifts work. and like you don't want it. You're like this is ugly. when they hand you a flyer when you're walking by somewhere and you're like please keep it and they're like I can't, I can't. I gave this to you and he's like I don't want it. I exactly. <laughs> Right. So that was pretty much quality. <laughs> it happened. It happened. And then we actually get to the race. Yeah. Which was fun. Which, yeah, it was, I, it was like, it, some parts were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Other parts were like, it's we're here. Five, we're here. That's a lot of lines. I think I'm getting vertigo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I feel like this race seemed like it really kind of boiled down to like a game of tire strategy again. Yeah, like undercutting an opponent, which is pretty much like you're going in the pit lane and the hope is like you have enough Yo. buffer between like certain cars that you can just go in between others and you can like get back to your spot, spot that you wanted. Yeah, which is not a spot you wanted. You're going back, but hoping to cut someone. You're going who's back to go forward. Yeah, it's the weird undercutting is like just pretty much mental mind games when it comes to t- tire strategy. <laughs> Yeah, and I know because I know it was kicked off by like Charles, and I feel like it seems like he kind of it didn't work because I think they were all aiming for the one stop, and he kicked it off, and I felt like he by the end of the race was just pain. They Ferrari was pain today. They were doing the Ferrari challenge. <laughs> the Ferrari challenge is just pain. Like how many people can we make Does cry it in this seem paddock? Like they had decent pace, and I yeah. think by the time they got to the race, it just kind of like it just fell. Because I know with Daniel, I feel like him and Charles were kind of like. They battled a little at one thing, point. and I feel like Charles just dipped. It just because I think like, his tires just wore down at one point. Yeah, how maybe? many t- how many pit stops did two. you have? Oh, okay, so he did the two stops. He had to well. go back. He went back. Ferrari was like, "Come back, <laughs> come back." We messed up. Yeah. We messed a lot of things, but like, come back. Yeah. But no, but speaking of Daniel, I feel like he actually had he like a, so a good well. day. I was really oh happy God. for him. Yeah, he's been like the last few races have been really tough for him, but I think he finally yeah, he I, was like, "I'm gonna." He chose he, violence today, and but it was, it was so good proud violence. It was like I was so proud of. I think his um his like but race I, operator was saying like oh we got let's go get him he's like fuck yeah yeah I feel like you could like hear it in like Tom's voice who is his radio operator and even his voice he was doing the race like they were excited they were like in it instead of being like we're gonna do our best but like it may not be enough like I feel like this race they were finally like we're having fun and like yeah. we are gonna take on like people or be like oh can you get Charles of course I can get Charles he's like yeah I can fuck yeah I can yeah and I feel like it seemed like him and Lando like I was worried a little bit at the yeah. start when they were like right near each other and I was like, please don't hit each other. But then seemed later on like they kind of did kind of go into that relationship of like working together yeah. kind of. Of like, if you're in front and I'm behind you, like you don't have to worry about yeah, which people I think behind you like to Daniel, be able to go forward. Yeah, which I think is the first time Daniel's had a partner that didn't want to kill him. Yeah, and I Like Esteban would never kill him. Esteban loved him as life brother, but Max, Max but was I like, I think Esteban would have been 
he would have done it. He though. wouldn't have wrote it off. No, no, no. He would have like I'm he not... would have felt bad. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he would have done it. Yeah, he would have done it. Max did it a bunch of times and felt nothing being like, I'll love you, but I'll make a great shrine well, to I you. Well, I think the two of them, were, I think Daniel described it as like, he's my friend, but I wanted to end his career. And in their heads, there was room for he is my friend and I like him and I want to ruin his life. Which it sounds so terrible. Gremlin brain. Gremlins. Little gremlins. But yeah, I know. So I wonder if this is because Daniel was finally kind of, I feel like, able to get up to that position yeah. to kind of be able to make a strategy with the two McLarens. So I wonder if that's now like a positive sign that like He's when the two of them it. are together, they're like, oh, we can actually like use this to our advantage. Yeah. And I do think like there's a time to race each other and there's a time to race other people. Yes. Positive reinforcement <laughs> for like, re- developing relationships. Like Pavlov stocks. Yeah. Where it's like you work together as teammates. We give you ice you cream. Got points. And ice cream. Yeah. Pavlov I mean, stock. they might, it was, they probably actually did give out ice yeah. cream. I love that McLaren just has an ice cream bin. And they I have ice cream. Misses it. He's like, they loved me more. <laughs> they gave me ice cream. I love them. I but yeah, him. but speaking of Lando, yeah, let's I feel like him. his strategy was chaos. I thought he was they were doing an Aston Martin for a second. Where he's like, where no strategy? Like, no strategy, leave him out. Hope to God that there's a safety car at some point to save you from your own poor planning. Like as a team. Yeah. That's the Artmar strategy. Like, that's what I, I think even Lando seemed like he had a moment where he started to be like, guys, I don't think this is working. And I, they may have given him like a note of like, no, like it, it's going to work, but it's, you're not going to enjoy it. And then Lando was like, no, I don't yeah, think Yeah. And I remember, work. I think it was like Ted who was on like for the sky coverage was on the wall and he was like, I don't know what's Lando doing. If he pits right now, that's the stupid thing to do. And as he's saying that Lando was like coming around the pit entrance and he's like, well, I don't know where he's going to come up because he did so much later than the kind of yeah. midfield group he was with. And Ted was like, well, he may have just messed up his whole thing. But like, well, we'll see. And then I feel like later on, it was actually like he ended up, the tires being fresher was what he needed to like get through back all yeah. the way up to Daniel. Because at the end, he was like, he was up to P5 at one point or yeah. something. Well, and P5s the, were ended. Oh, the P5, where did he, he end up? He was like, but up there, pretty yeah. high up there already. I feel quick fast. Like, yeah. and Because him and Daniel, I feel like they kind of were like, like Daniel was in front for a little bit and they kind of like, Dan- Daniel would be fighting someone and then they would have to slow, like Alonzo would have to slow down because he's fighting Daniel and then Lando just kind of like slingshotted his Yeah, his which way I feel around. like this is the thing I think we talked about before and you brought up really interesting yeah. where it's like the engineers could have all the data and be thinking about different variables but at the end of the da- day like how much drivers feel the car and feel like what's going yeah, on and maybe that that's the human a, element to it yeah it seemed a lot with like lewis where i remember i don't remember his exact rate but it's pretty much just like where they were like your tire plan isn't right it doesn't the car i'm in the car and it feels this way yeah so i wonder if there is kind of like that line of like there's the all the data you could collect about this and have a whole compilation strategy and then like the human element of the driver being like yeah your math says this but this is like the reality of what the car is doing right now with all these external factors like the wind and other people that you can't necessarily account for i mean i know you can count for the wind but like Uh, like sometimes wind does what you want she's like that bitch being like i'm gonna do what i want yeah because i feel like there seems with racing so many like weird things that can happen that it's like 
the data can get you so far. And then it seems like also the drivers being like, what about my feelings? Yeah. What about my input? Because I think that's like, my choice. <laughs> it's like, there's no choice. But I think that's a good segue into like Mercedes today. We need to talk about Mercedes We need to talk today. about Mercedes today because they, they, they were having a, a real time. Ta- they were having a time where the tire strategy didn't go where they wanted to. Yeah, I feel like, but I feel like also with that, it seems like Red Bull kind of lucked out that they got to pick the right one. Like, I don't yeah. think it was a conscious... Yeah, I mean, I'm not to discredit that there's probably a Red Bull engineer who was like, this I, is how it'll work. I did math. I did math. I think it's going to work. But I feel like from a Christian element, it seemed like they were just like, throw it at the wall. They were like, it, it can't hurt. Yeah. So pretty to much do a different thing. Yeah. So pretty much what happened where Sadie's decided to do one stop strategy, which um, was kind of, I think, like the going theory of what, what people were trying to do that yeah. day. But what people actually ended up doing and what Red Bull ended up doing specifically with it Max was, was a two stop, track. which is what Mercedes did earlier earlier in the yeah. year and, and ended up winning because they had Lewis and Lewis was able to get up yeah. pretty close to and actually go past Max. So it pretty much was like, it's like that Spider-Man meme of like, yeah. it's you, it's you, but it's in Christian's hands and he got really gloaty. Yeah. And it was disgusting. It was like, <laughs> ew. Ew. It was like Team Did Rocket. Did it ruin the podium for you? It ruined it being like, oh, we got back at them. And I was like, it was like Team Rocket. <laughs> mentality well, I feel like, dude, whenever you see him with Checo I feel like he's always looking because Checo got third in this race and I feel like he looks at Checo in third and he's like see this is why I had to kill Alex and they're like, so that we could have Checo it's like we didn't kill Alex though he's like he's not on the team anymore he might as well be dead you're like you're they're just... like no he's on the payroll yeah he's still we're still paying him he's like a development writer in DTS he's like he what? Yes. He what? What? But yeah, what? no. And then I feel like the Mercedes situation is confounded too by like the bonus element now in this race of him being like, we had a meeting. Oh yeah, Bodas pretty with much. With his fucking angry maybe? I feel like yeah. he sounds defeated. This time he actually, there was a little... It, venom in it. He had a venom as much as that man can. That sad finish man. That sad finish man. So pretty much like I think it was like they were on the one tire. They even gave Botas the one tire strategy. So both Mercedes yeah. were on the same strategy. And Max was kind of like with the new tires. He was like yeah. going through twenty laps, going through the field, yeah. like one shot, one kill through everybody. And then by the time he got to Botas, I think like Martin Brundle or like Crofty was saying like we'll see if how he handles Botas if. Uh, like Lewis, if he, Lewis can win the race, mm-hmm. and pretty much the moment that happened, I was thinking. Oh, wait, wasn't there at a point where they were like, was it on the radio or was it the commentaries where they were like, Lewis is probably good if like Valtteri can do this. Yeah, like, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and I feel like I had a moment where I'm like, if I was Lewis, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't know if I trust Bodas to do that I for me. I think they told him, and then I was like, yes, girl, yes, give me nothing. That's what I thought the moment that meme you told me about, like, yes, girl, yes, give me nothing. Yeah, and then coming on the radio after, like, be, I think he says like, I this is so. Stupid stupid like i brought up the two strategy during yeah. a meeting or something and then you heard lewis brought up a similar situation yeah where it seems like that he also maybe raised like questions about it which i feel like in the context of mercedes if like if what bodice is saying is like the objectively what happened would be a bigger problem than for their management because yeah. i feel like mercedes always seem to pride themselves on like this yeah. everybody's comments can be important like we want everybody to be looking at even things that aren't their division and if they see something weird be like hey because i know they had a story something with like a i think nico nico r was talking about where it was like an engineer mechanic walked by and was like why is like the exhaust pipe like this and i guess raising that they actually helped with the later race because they were like oh yeah like it shouldn't be like that it's gonna break in this type of situation and then that kind of situation happened and mm-hmm. they were like oh 
thank you for thinking about that. So if that's yeah. true, then that would be a weirder management problem yeah. for them if like a driver was like, hey, what about this? And yeah. they just... Like I don't think that, it. yeah but at the same time it's bought us but I think maybe they did consider it put it in consideration because remember like I think with teams it's like how much do we listen to the driver how much do yeah, we listen to the data yeah which I think it, yeah it's like that kind of thing and also I guess too you're like I don't know what your meetings are like yeah I'm like, not, I'm, I'm only hearing and also thing. like they're he's probably pissed off and be like you should oh, yeah. listen to me and been like we probably did but then we had also had the data and we were like yeah we had to make like a complex <laughs> thing because I know they're saying too that like they're like if we had pitted you at that point like it would we couldn't follow the strategy because that all seems to be the problem with the tire strategy it seems like you're kind of locked into whatever yeah the like whatever you made. do you have to see it through yeah because at, at that point like i think it was like lewis should have gone in before max did. yeah because if they did it before max did they had an option if they did it after i think they could yeah. not have maybe they could have like brought it back yeah. but i think at that point it was like putting your chaos into a blender and seeing what might happen <laughs> yeah it's like you don't know yeah you're adding a lot of factors maybe you don't want to yeah and that's why I feel like too like when you when I started to see like Lando doing kind of like just staying out there and it seemed like there's like a window where it's like you need to make a choice otherwise like a choice is gonna be made that you won't be able to unmake later unless yeah. like something wild happens yeah that's why I feel like with this race and tire strategies and a lot of races with tire strategy yeah. it's like you have to lock into a choice and you have to make there's right. no dilly dallying on like what choices you want to make you yeah. have to lock into it and you have to lock into it early enough so you give the tires and the tires yeah. as well as the drivers enough pace yeah, to get well, back. I feel like it's like the thing with like Lance that we used like last season would see though like they would change the strategy for him midway through and he would just tell like his confidence would drop so hard when he's like I don't know what we're doing. Like, like you, I don't feel confident in you and I don't feel confident in me right now because like, I don't. Yeah and like Seb as well last season where it's like he had to make his own strategy and <laughs> it was <laughs> he had yeah, to tell had a, I feel like they had a middling day on the note of Aston. They were there. <laughs> they were there. Yeah, and same for like Alpine, if we're wrapping up what oh, teams yeah. did. I feel kind of bad for Alpine because it was like the French GP and they're the French team and they... Well, Alpine is pretty much Renault. And yeah, just like, and they just had a so-so day. I think like, <laughs> was Alonso like 8th and Esteban was like... 14th or... Yeah, yeah really and low. I was sad for Esteban because I actually wanted him to have like a nice... I wanted him and Pierre to yeah. have a nice French GP. But I think that it was the perfect way you said maybe because they were from like north france from normandy they were like their body was they were trying to gain power from the gp and they kept saying this is your home gp in southern france and they were like oh no i'm northern france i'm northern france i'm not from (laughs) their body was rejecting the race they were like no you can't do this isn't where i belong like you don't belong here and then this would make southern france look nice and they're like, they already look nice. People need to come to Northern France. Yeah, and on the note of Northern France, they, um, in the um, intro, they were talking yeah. about how, like, France, as we've mentioned in episode, episode one, one. Yeah, plug right there for it, yeah. that France has a very um, involved history with racing, yes. with kind of the first race being held in... Paris to Rowan. Yeah, and Pierre is from Rowan, even though he said it differently when him and Yuki were doing they, it, and I couldn't replicate it's the noise. Like, it's, he doesn't even put the ENN at the end, and I'm like, who? And I'm like, what? Yeah, I feel like that was missed work for the comment, specifically for Ted Gravitz. He could have been all over that. The first thing was Pierre, yeah. uh, Paris to Rowan, and Pierre's from there. He could have been like, he's he tied from that the shit other in. side of the first race. He could have tied that yeah, shit in. Yeah, they little side stories. Dude. I feel like they left a side story on the table. It's like leaving my own table. You can't do it. Yeah. It's also like deciding to have an opening being like a come on garçon. Hmm? That opening for the GP where there was... Oh, yeah. We're just drinking wine. (laughs) 
Like, it was so weird. Was, For a second, I was like, am I actually in the correct one? Because they, they never have openings yeah. like that. So I was like fast forwarding, being like, oh, no, I'm in the GP opening, not the actual race one, because they have a GP pre-show. Yeah. I was like, what kind of bullshit? This You're is like, the GP pre-show. And then I went forward. Where am I? Like, I need an escape room. I need an escape room. I need an escape route. But yeah. But yeah. And then I feel like like some parts seem like really fun, like Pierre and um, Lando's. Like little tussles. little little tussle with the Nico was trying. Nico Rosberg came in like the snake he is and was like, <laughs> "We love Nico Rosberg, but we love him. he's also we love like, to make fun of him." Yeah, he decided to look, come in and be like, "Oh, you called him like because Lando called um, Pierre." They were on idiot. the sky pad. Yeah, they were on the sky <laughs> pad, and Lando called Pierre an idiot because like Pierre pretty much like cut through him. Yeah, and then went into the runoff, <laughs> and like which is right, which was like worst things have been said on the radio. Oh yeah, that's why I found so funny where he was like Nico was like oh Pierre do you know what Lando said but Lando was like I called you an idiot when you did that and Pierre was like laughed and was like I would have called you an idiot too yeah. and like later on Lando was like they were watching back like their little like battle with like Pierre going cross track and Lando was like Pierre what 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 were you thinking when you did this what did you think was going to happen and I think Pierre was like I can't explain to you enough that nothing was nothing happening was zero I thoughts. was just driving I was like let's see what it was only does. vibes I was vibe checking and then that <laughs> I failed. I've jet railed. <laughs> you were in the runoff. <laughs> That's pretty much what's it. But like Nico is like trying to create drama, and I'm like Nico. Nico he these, loves drama. He loves. He feeds off that shit. <laughs> and he was also like talking some like he was saying Mercedes needs to figure out their shit, and I'm like Nico, you're talking about your old boss. Yeah, your boss who's still your friend. Friend, and you see probably every weekend. Come on. But yeah, I think it was like interesting. But like other parts were interesting. I mean, yeah. I feel like by like halfway through the race, I was like, it's either Lewis or Max, and like that's just like it's not i i think at that like most of the way through i was like it's not gonna be a wild card probably yeah it's not gonna be like them crashing into yeah each other. like i'm like i feel like they're pretty steady right yeah. now it's gonna be one of the two of them and like that's yeah nico was also complaining like i can't believe lewis just let him pass and i was like lewis is like probably thinking i'm okay with second i get points with second yeah. if i try to second fight him now points. yeah if i try to fight him right now on these old ass tires yeah he might crash no and die if you go into the well nico's like bitch why didn't you crash and die what did you die? Why didn't you? But, no, but did you die? But like did you the die? Car we saw the other day. <laughs> did you die? Um, but yeah, and I also just enjoyed Max's radio saga. Oh yeah, him not having a radio that works. Yeah, because I feel like already their radio is touch and go, where it sounds like just like garbled. It sounds like when a parent talks to like their small toddler and they just hear like a gurgle noise and they go, of course, sweetie, we can get apple juice later. But no, we can't get a tiger from the zoo. We can't own those. And you're like, how'd you get that from that? I think that's like hearing Max gurgle on the radio. Yeah, it was like, and the only time you can hear, they told him like, don't say anything until you get to the curbs. Because I guess once his car was in the long curb, that's when they could hear him, which was like, that's a weird Yeah, I also loved when they were like, Max, you know, like just adjust your microphone if you get a chance. They put your finger in there and Open take up, it. Just like put your hand inside your helmet. One hand wheel. One hand, hand wheel. In, 200 miles like, per hour. Mike happens whatever but at the end we i think we got a it was like a pretty okay and, I, but okay my favorite podium. part of that podium besides just checo being there because yeah. i was happy for him i feel yeah. like he was honestly the, joyed to be there yeah he was like i was thinking you guys forgot about me but i ended up going on p3 yeah and i just love when then to end the radio saga max took off his like balaclava and his little radio and then was just holding it up looking at it, and like holding up his sweaty balaclava and little like mike up to random people from his team and i felt like he was just like radio no work 
why don't it work? And they're like, God damn it. I think eventually someone took it from him and was like, I assume they're like, we'll investigate. We'll investigate, which pretty much means like we're not going to do anything. Yeah, I assume so. But, but speaking of but like, failed oh, but, radios, I think that's our good Oh, no, segment. but we, we did we go over the podiums? Yeah. Oh, like P1 Max, P2 was Lewis. Yeah. And then P3 was Checo. Yeah. And then did we mention like Yoss finally loving his son? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> on this Father's Day. On this Father's Day. Yeah, no, I was surprised to see him because I feel like I I had not seen him lurking before. All I had seen was just Charles's family happy time when Arthur um, got, I think, first in the F3 race. And he was like hugging him and I was like, cute. Yeah. And I assume because Charles did bad in this race, he's going to see Arthur and he's going to be like, one of us is a winner. Just getting, you know, just getting the car on the way back to Monaco being like, hey, flops in the words of Trixie Mattel. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was an interesting podium. I felt like at the end of the day, you knew what you were getting. There's no craziness. Yeah. I wanted Lewis to be P1 only because I don't believe Max deserves to be a championship yet. He needs to do a lot of soul searching before that happens. I don't think you Yeah, he felt like on the podium, like God, like thank God, I actually did something. Oh yeah, there was no, there was like, oh my dad, there was might a relief. I yeah. feel like in the podium. Because, like, the both of them were me. like, the cars didn't break this week after last week. I feel like Lewis and Max had a little relief. They were like, Because I feel like both here. of them were like, this is good. Checo's we're here. Just like, and Checo I'm... was like, free, or not, free, discount car insurance for Mexico. You're welcome. Which is the thing. I like, do what I can. I think because he has, like, a sponsorship in Mexican car insurance. Like, Which they... I think is hilarious because cute like he's a race car driver and he's doing car insurance you know yeah. he crashes checo car things have happened to checo yeah and the car insurance they're they like would not cover him it would never cover him if he's had actually, cars have been smoking these like cars have just stopped he's had cars on he's fire a liability like not him but that f1 car would be a liability yeah no one would insure that shit no <laughs> i guess then now we can finally segue into go back segue back to the segue segue back to the segue segue that shit like a mall cop segue that shit back Okay. I'm going to let you have that one. Thank you. I'm going to let you have that. Yeah, because we also this weekend on yesterday and today, which is Sunday, had the Pueblo um, E-Pri, yes. which is the Formula E-Boys, were back to us. They were back. They were great. The they CBS also, coverage wasn't great, but the drivers was, were great. The, the drivers were great. CBS coverage, we have I have, we have both you, strong feelings about it. I have, You know, it was a take it and a giveth, because it giveth um, live commentating and coverage and coverage we saw it it was in english yes but it taketh in that the commercials played over the race and you didn't like it would go in the middle and you'd come back being like three things happened and you didn't know what happened because they wouldn't pause the live no, coverage they said we want it live we wanted we live. made it live we made it live but let's do only have you see three-fourths of the race yeah which is just chaotic but other than that, yeah, it was great. We had fun because with race one, as we were talking about with radios, um, we had because I think Pascal Verline was on pole yeah. for race one on Saturday because in Formula no, 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 race one. I think it was um, Oliver. No, because okay, Oliver was today. Okay, Oliver was today. I thought Oliver, Oliver was second. Oh yeah, and he had a breakdown. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he his radio broke, and they, I think they told him like six minutes before the race, and he was like, "I don't know." Started what to do. that he was not going to have radio communications. Like Antonio, I think last year had a race. Antonio from F one had a race. Oh yeah, where he had no radio, and I think they had to use like the pit boards, and they had to tell him yeah. But in this one, they he started turtling when they told yeah. Him. I feel like they were telling him he was like pulling like his shirt over his hands, and I'm like, oh, that's not a well man. Yeah, he was. That's like, a man who's processing 
seven stages of grief at this moment, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, same. Yeah. Oh, be like that sounds scary because I feel like it seems like maybe with like in certain types of driving, maybe it wouldn't be as bad if you didn't have like that kind of communication, or maybe even like in like the older driving where you expected to be more. But I feel like with modern drivers, I feel like that would be you need to tell them stuff because it's like a lot of it has to do with data and calculation. Yeah, especially if it can formally where they're like talking about the battery or even like different incidents. Yeah, and like so it's like a them. liability to some extent, but we had a great solution, I think, which was get some duct tape, get a radio, or get your iPhone, and just duct tape around yourself. Call the garage, call your team principal, keep them on the line. Yeah, and just put some headphones in, put some iPod, duct headphones. tape your phone here. Yeah, duct tape it. You'll be fine. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Most likely, yes. Most likely. Yeah. So I think that was our solution. No one took it. No. Which I think would have been great. I think we were great race problem solvers. Yeah. Duct tape and foam. (laughs) Or walkie-talkie. But yeah, no, I think we saw a man, like, fall apart before the race. Pretty much what happened is the moment the race started. He went down. He went from second to 12 within two seconds. Yeah, he was going to um, his teammate, Boemi, who was at the (laughs) bottom. Who was in 20th place, which is, like, there's 24 cars in this It's a lot, but, like, I want them all to be there. So it's a confusion. Relationship. It's like you are all in chaotic positions, but I don't want any of you to leave. I don't want you to lose your jobs. I want you yeah. to pay your electric bills. Yeah, which have almost happened to Sam Bird. He could not pay his electric bill after he got um, dropped from Formula One, and <laughs> which is um, so sad. And I'm like, oh, poor Sam. But, but of this first race, I feel like it was just very crashy because with Formula E, you get in attack zone. Where yeah. I feel like it's kind of their answer to DRS, except yeah. you have to like go over a certain. And line. also, I just realized they're also their answer probably to pit stops because pit stops are meant to detract like you're supposed to get advantage you get new tires but you're also supposed to yeah. like no i guess yeah yeah i see that yeah because yeah, we're like you to... have to give something to get something yeah because because like, they don't do pits up they're just using a michelin like all weather tire they're she's like, hardy she's hardy she's there the she's michelin beautiful. man is dressed up there himself to yeah. oversee the proceedings he's he the will God. rip a tire out of his own body in, <laughs> if it is needed he will like come. the old michelin ads <laughs> where he's like people were on the side of the road being like oh no I don't have a tire it's the most horrific thing I've ever and seen and then BB strutted down being like I have a tire opened his gut up and gave it to the people and the people were like Oh, thank you, BB. You're so benevolent. You're so amazing. And he looked frightening. Yeah, like the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Now he's just like... Hawaii animal girl. Like like the safety car. Yeah. Which is like, do you want to talk about... Because we saw well, a lot of safety cars. I guess I need to attack... Oh, I guess I should finish my attack zone thought. Oh, and then I'll lead into the, the safety car, my beloved. Because <laughs> pretty much with the attack zone, you had to like go off the track to oh, go yeah. around it. And then you slingshotted back onto the normal track. And we were like, this can only end one way of you careening into another car that does not see you coming around the Which happened. Which happened. I think it was Sam and Lynn. Because I think it was either Sam or Lynn was re-entering the track. Sam was re-entering from the attack zone and yeah. hit Lynn. Yeah. Because Lynn couldn't get out of the way being like, wait, where'd you get from? And Sam was yeah. like, wait, where'd you come from? And then yeah. they just crashed hit, into each you know, other. Hit his little giraffe friend. Yeah. Sam is like five foot five or five foot six and like Lynn, Lynn is, is six tall. foot tall giraffe, six foot I assume he's man. Mommy's answer to George. Yes. <laughs> He's his final four. Yeah, and I feel like with this one, there was just, they were so crashy, I feel like, because of that attack zone, which meant we got to see the electric safety mini car. 
Which is kawaii animal girl. Yeah, because you know, like, cars can have faces. Like, the headlights are the eyes, and then the girl is, like, the yeah. mouth. I feel like this car has the most faciest face I've seen on a it's car. It's adorable. And it's a good face. It's, like, round eyes. Round Look eyes. Look up a safety mini. Safety mini Formula E. She's adorable. She I love to see her. Kawaii Even though, because of their girl. power regulation, they normally don't catch her, which is very yeah. funny compared to Formula One, where, like, Lewis is sitting behind the safety car going, go Faster. faster. Go faster, and Bird is like pressed back with like serious like seat belts on, being going. Like, I'm going as fast as I safely can, my dudes. My dudes, you got to calm down. Yeah. But this also has to do with like the difference of the car. Like yeah. Formula E, they don't have really. They have a button. Cool. They have a button. They too have a button that like I think takes the cars down, and then as well that they have a battery, so yeah, it's not so like, like it's going to overheat. Yeah, with Formula One, they have to even when they're slowing down, they have to be at a high speed because at the end of the day, their car could overheat all with form because of the engine. While Formula One doesn't really have an yeah. engine, they have electric engine, and that has like a much better cooling system. Yeah, which I wonder then if that too affects like when they do like track cleaning, like when they have to call the safety fight that they, they they can lock the cars. If that's a certain yeah. level of control that they enjoy having. Yeah, over Scott these Elkins is like, I don't trust them. Slow I love those cars them. down. But I don't trust them. I need them. to protect them from themselves. <laughs> they I also be. think, too, it take, maybe takes away, too, like, the whole lifting problem that oh, Formula yeah, gets where yeah, they yeah. go, where Michael Mussey, double yellow, none of you listen. No right. one lifted. No one lifted for me. I would yeah, give all so of you. I wonder you. if it gets rid of that, too, if it's like they can artificially lock them, being like, yeah. you don't get a choice. I don't trust you anymore. But yeah, I just feel like it was just, this race was just chaotic because of the broadcasting, chaotic because of what they were doing. And then I think the only other thing was just, it was a good day for Aldi. Audi. I keep on confusing Aldi and Audi. They're both German byproducts that I enjoy. Yeah, Aldi is a supermarket chain that's in the U.S. now from Germany, and then Audi is a German car manufacturer. Both have start with the A, but we assume it's the same thing because they provide efficiency. Exactly. Yeah. A good day for Alan McNish. Alan McNish was so happy. Pretty much what happened was Pascal was at P1 and then got disqualified because they didn't um, scan in the tires yeah. in the start of the race, which is a whole other situation that goes into Fio. Yeah, I feel like we... We went over, but I feel like at the end of the day, I think it depends. Yeah, I, I feel like it is like a weird... I've, I've, as we mentioned, we were like putting this together. I feel like it's like, yeah, that weird line of like needing to have a context be involved in a case, but then also needing there to be some kind of harsh consistency in that it's very hard it's to like find the It's like the same balance. for everything. Like you yeah. can't, because like once you're getting into the variable of like the context, maybe people can use that against you in a later date. Yeah, that it's start. like, it's hard. And in this situation, obviously, like we feel. We feel bad for him. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it wasn't his fault. It was his team's error. And but at the same time, it's like should maybe Fia have a different way of making sure all the tires are scanned in? Yeah, and that maybe that's the thing for Fia to do. It brings in a lot of like more questions that probably for them too are like. Yeah, because I think it definitely is. I mean, people were upset, but I think maybe then could generate then some like them making a better guideline to prevent this situation before. Because I mean, as you mentioned, I feel like I'm way. I'm probably way too lenient when they have issues like this because I'm like there's they're yeah. new-ish. Yeah, it's same with, but like, yeah, it's because it's like Formula E. They're, they're in their seventh season. It's like Formula One has like 71 yeah, years on Yeah, there's maybe them. more precedent yeah. to draw from, but I mean, that's still, yeah. they need to Formula get E's some stuff together with this. Yeah. So I feel really bad because the moment he got up, he ended up being disqualified. Yeah. And what he got up, dropped from that graphic so oh, hard. Quick, he so was one and then... <laughs> 
just only like, time they've ever updated a graphic fest informally usually we're like five different graphics go up we're you having know, i feel like i look at it as in formula one they show me graphics and i'm like what do you want me to do with this information yeah when they show me things and i'm like you've not given me a context of why this information is in front of me or how you have achieved it Good day, sir. And then Formula E, they give me a graphic that I need because it's the driver standing yeah. during the race. But it doesn't always update correctly. Yeah, and sometimes people's tracking goes all the haywire. Oh, so someone Sam. who's in second is actually now down to 20th, but he's actually physically in second. Yeah, but the- just his transmitter is off, which is hilarious to me and also very confusing. Yeah. But, but also, but the best part for me, before we move on from this, is when they just cancel the graphic. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're when like, you see the graphic and it's wrong and they go, kill it. Kill it like Someone it. backspaced on a computer and went, we're trying again. We're trying again. No load. Burn Turn the building. Turn it on and off again. <laughs> Unplug everything and burn the building. We're doing yeah. this over again somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But pretty much what happened, so like going back to the podium, which we yeah. didn't even see the podium. Yeah, CBS didn't think we needed a podium. Which podiums informally are my favorite part. Just because... It's just like happy people being happy. Happy people being happy, taking a selfie, normally getting a hug from their sporting founder, um, Alejandro... Alejandro. Aga. Oh, thank you. I was hoping you would fill in the last name because I was not confident in how to say it, even though it's not that many letters. But yeah, and then the Michelin Man's up there. Yeah. It's like people, They have the virtual wall now where yeah. you just had the mayor of the city up there. <laughs> the poor mayor of Berlin who... I want to believe they just recorded themselves singing from a computer and just stopped showing up last season. They were like... When they were trapped for nine, nine days, days in Berlin. Nine days in hell, that's what yeah. I like to call. Because they were in one place for nine days and they had to do Seven you know, races. and if I feel like that the problem with the double header in the same track, and because formerly E is taken to doing double headers, where instead of doing two consecutive weekends, they put two races in one weekend to kind of I think probably keep costs down. I would think. yeah, and like also like be able to fill out their schedule yeah. specifically during COVID. Most of the time they haven't they did it in previous years, but now because of COVID, yeah. it's just easier for them to do. Yeah, double headers. and I feel like it giveth and it taketh. Yeah, because they can get two races in. We're obviously like they're set up there. They're hopefully in the zone. But if you're not in the zone, that means you are two two races in a row. You are not having yeah, fun. Yeah, no. Which actually race two then, which is the next day where they have yeah. to go through all of qualifying. Oh, and but let's pre- finish like the podium. Oh, we haven't? We didn't. Yeah. So it was like P1 and P2 were the two Audis, which was Lucas Degrassi, which I think his second one in Mexico, because his last one in Mexico, I think he felt like a Greek god. He tore off his shirt. He ripped off his shirt, walked, because they used to have a catwalk that they got to walk up. And with fans just like... Trying to grab him, but he wasn't afraid. No, no. Some people are afraid. With him, he was like, take me. I'm one of your people. (laughs) He ripped off his shirt, went up to the podium. I felt like he was just... I thought he was a rock star. (laughs) He thought he was a Greek. He thought he was a Brazilian god. Yeah, and then Eduardo was also, I think it was season five, right? Yeah. Was Edward from Venturi was also on the podium with him, yes. which he was also on with this weekend. Yeah, he which was, was kind P3. Finding some um, symmetry. Yeah. Which I loved in the season five one because they had an audience up there with them, like watching them go up. And I feel like there was a moment where they heard Eduardo Motora and they went, I think I know what this is about. And then they pulled down a Swiss flag for him. And I feel like the audience collectively in a moment where they went, if Eduardo Motora, why Swiss? Why Swiss? Why Swiss? Why Swiss? Eduardo. Why and then Swiss? they saw his face and they were like, doesn't matter. He's handsome. That we love seems him. like a jolly young man. Which Let it, him have yes, it. Yes. Which they he is referred to as one of the nicest people in the yeah. paddock. Yeah. 
And people love Which, them. you know, that's, that, that's how you want to be described. Yeah, nice person. And then Renee Rest was Renee. also up there filling out the rest of For the Audi. Audi which I did it. Renee Rest. Audi, not Aldi. But I still we still have no idea who Renee Rest is. No, but I think, you know, like all of them that we don't know, we're like, just introduce yourself to us. Yeah. We would probably we'll love like you. you. We'll love you dearly. <laughs> so day two of the chaos now ensues. Yeah, where they have to, again, do like their a little bit of practice, quality, which, and then the race, because they do all of them in the same day. They don't yeah. break it up. They're like, one shot, one kill. Yeah, they're like, do it now. Do it now. <laughs> Which, we didn't watch Quali for this, so we, we never just watched roll Quali. up into the races going, what happened to you? Who's in where? Yeah, but with this one, we actually had Oliver getting his second chance. Oh yeah, he now was in P1, and guess, what did what did he tell the commentators when they came up to ask him? What did they tell him, Yabby? What did he say to the commentators? Oh, you mean, yes, because Pascal, I, you were leading me somewhere and I didn't know where. We were going to the forest and it was dark and I forgot my flashlight. <laughs> but I rem- then I found it in my back pocket. <laughs> You're like, because Pascal was starting in P2 for this race today. And Oliver, at one moment, was like talking about the lead. And they're like, How are you going to keep it? And he was kind of when, you know, if he wants to lead, like, that's just that. Yeah, he said he can be in the lead if he wants. Which is something I never heard in a racing context and never expected to hear in a racing yeah, context. but it's Cat Dad Oliver Roland saying, I don't know, I'm not, I'm freaking out less today. <laughs> I have a radio. I have a radio. Things still have improved. <laughs> He's not- I have technology on my side now. <laughs> He's like, so maybe the universe loves me. Yeah, he's like, maybe everything's going to be fine. But also, fine. if Pascal wants to be in front, that's okay. He has experience. Yeah. He did it yesterday. He did it yesterday. I was trying my best here. <laughs> Which is all we asked for. And he actually, he did do pretty okay yeah. at the start, and then things got a little dicey for him. Yeah, he had a little bit. Because I feel like race two was the race of shedding and stealing the signs off the walls and bumper cars yes extreme bumper cars yeah because i feel like it seemed like on day two they actually knew the track now yeah. and were like what if i just hit people their gremlin brains turned on yeah and they went to 100 they went what if i just hit stuff and like hit people yeah. not people but like what if people i wanted cars? to be somewhere but someone else was already there and instead of going around them, I went into them. Yeah. Put them in the wall. Yeah. Which happened a bunch of times. And yeah. there's a reason why some people had to not get to, like, had to leave the track. Yeah. Surprisingly, no safety, Minnie. No safety. My beloved wasn't there. No, but considering these boys went psycho. Oh, yeah. But there was great moments of just people I want to get Dragging a banner behind yeah. them that they pulled off the wall when they hit it and having no way to get it off just their the car. Mich- it's like, think about it as like, you know, those, fl- uh, those airplanes flying advertising. But put it on the ground and put it on electric cars. <laughs> just make it sad. Make it sad. But make also it- hilarious. It was so funny. Because this isn't the first time they've done it. Oh, they've done they it multiple do this times. all the time. And FIA still doesn't learn. They're just like, <laughs> let's put the advertising up there it doesn't matter they're gonna be fine i think that also says something about how hardy their car is yeah. like because i feel like the formula e car can take some damage she's a hardy she really girl breaks. she's a hardy girl like pretty much because there was a moment where andre loader in this race and alexander sims were going and sims, sims wanted to get through so sims was like i'll just shove my way through the wall and look andre and if he wants to move he wants to move if he doesn't we'll just dance with the devil right now <laughs> yeah he was 
very racy today. Yeah, he was I good. I feel like normally Sims is just kind of there, but I feel like this weekend he was like, I'm going to race people in my race yes. car. And okay. I'm sure Dale was excited. Yeah, our Indian father team principal was like, oh, I'm so proud of you, baby. Yeah, You're and doing also great. Yeah, Lynn was like, yeah. he was trying to keep it in the mix. He was doing The two well. Alexes. The two Alex. <laughs> they're both named, one's Alexander Lynn, one's Alexander Sims. They're both on the same team. They're both British. They're both British. Dark haired. At least one's tall and the other yeah. one, one wears glasses. And Dill's like, they're I'm both sure that's emotionless. What it is. <laughs> Just the, t- the tall one or the short, short one with glasses? One. And that's probably what Dill's like, but they're both emotionless. And Dill's like, I, I can't, don't, don't know what to do. I <laughs> so, want to hug them, and, but they don't know what to do back Yeah, it's to like me. when Andreas tries to hug Lando and Lando's like retracting his arms back into his body. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I so I thought this why I feel like we just did a lot of laughing, but that yeah. was just because of the shedding. They were shedding, also and then us making fun of Jeb, being like he's giving us nothing, and then at the exact moment we decided to spin out. He pirouetted. Also, it's funny because in both races Jeb was in fourth. Yeah, but race one he, Jeb couldn't finish because his car decided to give up, and in this race he was he like, pirouetted. "I want He heard us talking about him and he, said. Watch this. Watch this. And we're like, watch no, go these, up. Watch the... Yeah, because we were like, do something racy and fun. Right. And he said, no. Nah. Must spin. Must spin. Like, I'm going to pirouette the shit out of this. And we're yeah. like, no, Jeff. Yeah. No. And then that was followed, too, by the moment with Roland and Cassidy. Oh, where, um... Was it Roland trying to get around Cassie or Cassie trying to get around? Um, Roland. Roland trying to get around Cassie. Yeah, and like we saw a driver eye, which I know just makes you feel ill. I just when we get see what the driver goes like, hey, I'm back. Bitch. And I feel like there was just a moment where you just see him with the wheel, and it was like, I don't feel like he's in control. No, and I then, don't feel in control. He's not in control. <laughs> no one's in control. No one's control, and he almost crashed through the wall, but saved himself and just. But he finished the race. Last race, yeah. he ended up not finishing because this car. Well, gave a lot up of people on. didn't finish. Last no, no, no. But this race, he ended up. We got Sam bird just sitting by a wall being like those are cars and those are cars and i'm about to cry that's cool but sam bird this time no he didn't finish did he finish the race this time no he crashed again this time <laughs> we also had da costa um oh, crashing yeah. out in this one he but instead of calling the safety mini we almost thought the safety mini they were getting the crane out but da costa was like no 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 let me drive out in like the runoff area yeah he's out. like i'm not gonna ruin the end of this race no, for people no, no. No. They can finish. They can finish. I can do this on my own. I can I'm do this. a man of the people. I I would give the people what they the want. The end of their race. The end of the race. No ra- no yellow flag. Um, I can I, get myself off. I don't need the drama of a safety car. <laughs> of a safety car and a crane lifting me up. With me in the car. <laughs> which they wouldn't do it this time, but sometimes they do it, which is my favorite. They're like little toys. They're like, little, like what can I get in the crane today? Oh, look, a Formula E car. Let's get them out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I feel like at the end, like it was like, I was happy with the podium with Eduardo coming out in first because I just like seeing Venturi happy because yeah. I like seeing Jerome D'Ambrosio D'Ambrosio and, and Susie Wolf being happy but Susie wasn't there this time no I but I assume she, she's happy yeah I assume she, she loves her I assume men. Toto just like gave gave her a call and was like you got job openings on yeah. your team you guys seem like you're having a good weekend she's uh, like two podiums two podiums baby Eduardo Mortara is like I'm just a happy Swiss man right now yeah no he just like jubilant pascal we i think he he has a podium yeah the reason is because again right before he was going to go up to the podium he's on the he was on the podium this time they put up under investigation energy use which is pretty much like if you overuse the amount of energy required for the car because like 
you have programming to control not to use too much energy because they have a like a kilowatt limit. But sometimes the program's like, fuck it, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. And this time we might have a moment where he gets, he might lose his podium after yeah. the fact, which is always the most saddest thing yeah. because they go up there, they do the like celebration. Like with um, the penalty he got in Saudi Arabia. No, it was Hong Kong. He got another no. one in Saudi Arabia? No, it was Saudi Was it Saudi Arabia? Hello, this is Edward Yvonne here. Just to let you know, we kind of cut out this part because we segued ourselves off topic as we were trying to figure out when Andre's day was ruined by Sam and um, which race. So I'll just drop you guys back into the part of the conversation that occurred after all the Googling. Okay, we're back. It was the Hong Kong Capri that Sam Bird was like, I'm going to fucking yeah. kill Andre. I think I thought so, because I think we watched Saudi Arabia yeah. and he won, and I went, this is a win. Yes. He's willing to I think to that's why it. I tie them together. Yeah, because he ended up having a win somewhere, and we're like, as as kind gods. Because I feel like Alejandro was like... we have a kind... We have a oh. kind moment where we're like, you can have this. We'll give you this. But after that, it was... Because this... Ypres was pretty much Venturi one again, but was, instead of being P3, Edward was Eduardo Mortaro was P1. Yeah, he had two trophies. Yes, and we still don't know about Pascal. And then the third was Nick We're Cassidy. Go on believing it's his. Yeah, he needs it. We st- he needs it after after yesterday. Yeah, and then Nick Cassidy bringing yeah. home some points. Like for I don't even think Nick Virgin. remembers how he got there, but he got there. And yeah. Like last time, we also didn't get to see the podium because we they just ended know up, what happened. Yeah, they started doing anything with Ferrari Challenge or Ferrari. Ferrari came in and Which, ruined you know, our. Is what I consider they just Carlos and Charles call it when they go to work. It's time for the Ferrari Challenge. And we're like, this or is just great. when they go to do their PR. It's a Ferrari like, challenge. Ferrari challenge. It's probably the Ferrari challenge for our little friend Charles. So at the end of the day, those were like kind of like the three races this weekend. Like I feel like F one. You know, she gave us something, but Formula E. She had our hearts. She had our hearts. She Formula is, One had our attention, but Formula E had our hearts. Yeah, we love them. We love those cra- all the chaotic <laughs> boys in Formula E. We enjoyed them being employed and having jobs and having fun. And having their bills paid. Exactly. It's all we ask for people. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, I guess follow us on Instagram at uh, Behind the Formula. We gotta plug ourselves. Um, follow us on Tumblr. When I decide to go on there and start replying stuff. And then Twitter, we have no idea how that works. Twitter someday will have something on it. And I think we will be as surprised as anybody. Yes. So I guess we want to say goodbye.